Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, Lord God. There we go. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Good morning, good morning, y'all. Good morning. All right, there we go. There we go. Woo, that's better. Hey, y'all, come back here too. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Y'all do me a favor, go share the video live. We were having some YouTube strange delays and I didn't want that to happen. My God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. My goodness. My goodness. Hey, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Your presence, Lord. Thank you, Father. My God, thank you, Father. Please, Spirit, you are welcome here. My God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What are we doing this morning? My God. Ah, uh, let me go here. Uh, what we got going on? My goodness. We gonna hold on, y'all. Love when it's a Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ah, there we go. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Huh? There we go. We're back in there. Okay, y'all. Thank you, Lord. That's some strange stuff going on this morning. How y'all doing this morning? Yeah. Thank you, Father. God is so faithful. God is so good. Thank you, Lord. Please you Don't This and Come on, yeah. Let's go. Thank you, 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 thank you. There we go. Thank y'all. There we go. There we go. There we go. Thank y'all for sharing. My God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We bless you, we praise you. Good morning, Teresa, Skinner, and Thomas. 
Good morning, Jamaica. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, Melina. My God. My God. Yeah, I'm grateful for multiple streams as well. We are back on YouTube Live now for those of you who like YouTube. YouTube has some delays this morning, but we're up, back, and running. That's why you always have to remain pliable and adaptable. Come on now. Come on now. Remain pliable and adaptable. That way you're not overwhelmed by things. And when you remain pliable and adaptable, guess what happens? God will work all the in-between out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, Father. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. Hey, Sandra Cooper. Hey, Pam Mitchell. Courtney Barnes. Tina McFadden. Frizzell Moore. Carolyn. Arnetta Kay. Sonia. Teresa. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Nia Nicole. Good morning, Ron Bell. My God. Good morning, Debbie Sears. Good morning, Yara. Yeah, we we not doing lit sparklers today. My God, nope. You will not be overwhelmed today. God did not. God does not put us in a space where we are overwhelmed. Father, we thank you this morning for being with us. We thank you this morning for your power. We thank you, Father, for your strength. We thank you, Father, for your grace. We thank you, Father, for your joy. We thank you, Father. For your glory, we thank you, Father, for your peace. We thank you, Father, for you being God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are with us. We thank you, Lord God, that you are in us. We thank you, Lord God, that you are supreme ruler over all of the universe. We thank you, Lord God, that you are the beginning and the end. That you are our way maker, my God. That you are king of glory. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for overwhelming us with your goodness, your grace, your mercy, your love, your peace. My God, we thank you, Father God, just for you being God. We thank you, Father God, for my God, you are our strong tower. You are our reasonable portion. My God, you help us, Lord God. You created us. You know us, Lord God. You designed us, Lord God. So have your way in our life today. Have your way in our health today. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in our finances today, in our marriage with our children and every relationship today, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We trust you, Father God. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. My God, God, you are so faithful. Oh, God, you are so faithful. God, you are so good and you are so faithful, Lord God. You are so amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Woo! My God. Thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Remember, we always enter into his gates with thanksgiving. 
into into his courts with praise. Praise is our calling card. Praise is how we get someone's attention, get God's attention. We don't just start talking to God about our lives and all we want. That's so rude. Remember how rude, you know, you don't pick up the phone and just start talking. Well, we shouldn't pick up the phone and start talking. We should pick up the phone and begin with a greeting. And our, our greeting to the Lord is always praise. Our greeting to the Lord is always praise. We are always constantly in gratitude to the Lord our God for all the things that he has done. Oh, Lord, I thank you. That ought to be something you write today. You say, I said, Lord, I thank you for all the things that you have done. My God, Lord God, I thank you for all the things that you have done. Oh, my God. I thank you for the things, my God, that you've done that I don't even know that you've done. I thank you for the ways that you've protected me, that you've kept me. My God, I thank you for your consistency with me, Lord God. I, Thank you, Father God, for how intentional you are with me. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. You are so perfect. You are so wonderful. My God, you are so mighty. You are. God likes for you to talk to him, too, about his characteristics and his attributes. You are so powerful. You are strong and mighty. Lord, we thank you for all the things that you have done. And I'm not talking about just those tangible things. I'm talking about the spiritual things, the supernatural things, keeping you from danger. See, you you don't even know what he protected you from last night. You don't even know what he probably protected you from last night. Come on now, that's powerful within itself. My God, Psalms 91 and 10 reminds us how he protects us. Come on, y'all. My God, Lord, thank you for the things that you've done. Psalms 91 and 10. For no evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. Lord, I thank you for the things that you have done. I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your fresh grace and your mercy. My God, that's all you need to say to him today. Lord, I thank you for all the things that you have done. I used to not understand my grandmother when she would say, if you don't never do another thing for me. My God. But now that I'm learning how to be content in the things of the Lord, I understand. If you all never do another thing for Lakeisha, you have been so faithful. You have been so faithful. You have been so faithful. If you don't do one more thing, if you make a decision, you're not going to do anything else. I'm still going to praise you. I'm still going to worship you. I'm still going to be grateful because I know that you are God. 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 And that has to become our truth. And that has to become the way that we talk to him. And that has to be in our praise. Praise and worshiping God is not about us. <laughs> Can I tell you that? Praise and worship is the one part of the service, the one part of the devotional that's about him. My God. See, sometimes I don't know why when we come to church or when we connect, we think that the word is about God. God already know the word. God already, 
God already knows the word. God knows the word. The word is for us to strengthen us, to become equipped with him. Praise and worship is not about us. It's about him. That's when we're supposed to talk to him all about him. That's when we're supposed to thank him and bless his name and acknowledge his faithfulness and his goodness, right? That's the only part of the service. That's the only part that's really about him. It's the part when we Worship the Lord God Almighty, for he is strong, he is mighty in battle. He is king of glory, he is the great I am, my God. He is the king of kings, he is the Lord of lords. He is my beginning and he is my end, my God. Lord God, we glorify you, we magnify you, Lord God. We magnify you, Lord God. We magnify you, Lord God. And this is not lip service, this is how we feel about him. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're going to get into the word today. I'm going to share a little bit of encouragement. We are still learning, right, how to be imitators of God. If this is your first time with us on Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha, I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, a.k.a. L.M.J., um, LMJ, which is what most of my friends and those close to me, which includes you, call me LMJ. Um, and um, I'm just grateful. For, first of all, let me say I pause because my mom and my grandma raised me to be grateful. I want to pause for just a second and say thank you guys for all the love, all the support. For all of you who shared um, that we were celebrating a thousand devotionals, um, the seeds that you sowed into my life, um, over the words that you spoke, it actually kind of started over this weekend. We had some Zoom calls with the ministry team, um, and then some ladies from Bible study jumped in on a Zoom call, and we just celebrated life. Um, I thank you for your words. Your words, words breathe life into me, so thank you so much for your words. I also got a chance to hold a, host a Pillow Talk team this weekend, which for me was life-changing, um, and I pray that they took something away from it as well. It was just an amazing opportunity. Opportunity and accumulated all of this goodness at the lake with my boys, with some of our team members and some of um, our prayer team. And that was so powerful. So thank you for helping. I'm not going to say end the mark of an error, but um, create a memorial stone to four years of ministry, 20 years in service. Um, and the thousandth devotional. And now I know for a fact God is only about to take us higher. And when I say that God is about to take us higher, what I mean is we are about to learn more about what it's like to live in the presence of God. Oh my God. Don't you want to live in his presence? Don't you want to experience more of God? I don't know about you, but I don't want God on just a Sunday or a Wednesday. I am ready to experience the more of God. And if I were you, I would type that in your comments today. Put that in your notes. I want to live in your presence. I want to experience more of you, God. When you begin to talk to God like that, do you know what he'll begin to do? He'll begin to show you more of him. And you'll begin to spend more time in your presence. Being in his presence is all that you need. Being in his presence is all that you need. Understanding who he is as a father will turn around and align everything else in your life. My God, Father God, we want to experience 
the more of you in Jesus name. Amen. So I got a few things I need to teach and I need to share with us today. I want to start in John 10 10. We're still talking about how to be imitators of God. If you missed last week's devotionals, then what I'm going to suggest to you is you go back and get caught up on those on YouTube or get caught up on those on Facebook or you can get caught up on Instagram as well because it will um it will help you it will help you to understand where we are in this thing um learning to imitate God um coming out of Ephesians 5 when he said be imitators and we'll read that again and we're going to talk a little bit more of now how we imitate him the last um the things that we do to imitate him last week we learned the how to imitate him. This week, we're going to start in the track of understanding the ways we imitate him. Um, we learned the precepts for learning and understanding God's character and nature. And so if the word of God tells us to be imitators, right, we've got to be close. Oh, my God. We've got to be close. We've got to be close. You got to say that I got to be close in my relationship with God. And if I'm going to be close in my relationship with God, then what has to happen is anything that interferes, anything that stands in the way in between me and God, I got to deal with those things. Come on, y'all. Come on now. I got to deal with those things. If I were you, I would be highlighting, highlighting in my notes today. Show me the things in my life that are interfering with our relationship. Show me the things in my life, Lord God, that are interfering with my relationship with you. And do not let me assume we all good. Ooh, come on, y'all. Don't let me assume we all good. Don't let me just be walking around here like, no, nah, me and God, you know, me and God good. And I'm here and I'm, no, don't let me assume nothing. Show me anything that may be keeping us from getting close. Show me anything that may be going on. Show me anything that I may be blind to. Show me any way that does not line up with your perfect will for my life, Lord God. Because I want to be close to you. I want to walk hand in hand with you. Do you know God loves for you to be able to talk to him like that? That's the kind of relationship we have with our father. And then after we start speaking to him like that, we get quiet and pause and let him speak. Father, speak to us and show us those things. And as images come up or things are pressed upon your heart, you write those things down. These are the things that are interfering. Fear interferes with our relationship with God. Worry interferes with our relationship with God. Anxiety interferes with our relationship with God. All of those things are things that can interfere with our relationship with God and keeping us from walking into the fullness of God. You got to ask him, what are the, th that's good. What am I wasting my time on? That's what Mama Jeanette just said. What are the things that I'm wasting my time on? One of the things that I've been dealing with lately is time wasters. And can I tell you something? This going to sound so, it's going to sound bad, but if you get revelation on it, you'll understand even religious things, even things where it looks like I'm going through the motion or very religious acts, but really just not attached to God at all, just doing them because I think I'm obligated to do them. Those can be time wasters as well. So we got to ask the Lord, show me things that I'm not, that I'm involved in that have nothing to do with you 
My God, that have nothing to do with you. Because remember, we don't earn points with God. Woo! We don't earn points with us. God, God is just God in our life because he is God. Because he's our father. So God, give us, open the eyes of our understanding. Give us revelation knowledge of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Father God, Holy Spirit, remove the scales off our eyes so we come into more knowledge of who you called us to be in jesus name amen god's desire we are his creation is to be in relationship with us and most of us were never taught that we were taught how to do things towards god but the reality and truth is god desires to be in a relationship with us so we thank you father god y'all excuse me you thank you, Father God, for your relationship, our relationship with you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for our relationship with you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to this, this. So John 10 and 10. It says, The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that we may have and enjoy life. This is Jesus talking. And have it in abundance to the full till it over flows. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his own life for his sheep. I want to pause right there because I'm trying to set the credibility for God, right? Because one of the things that hinders us from imitating God are going into the depth of our relationship with God is because we don't really understand how God speaks to us. And last night I dropped a video on my Instagram reels about the way that God talks to his creation. And I'm, I need to remind you this morning um, because it's difficult to get close to a God in which you feel is going to talk down on you. Or it's difficult to get close to a God in which you feel like is going to talk bad to you. God came... <laughs> Jesus came so that you can have life and have it more abundantly, right? He is not the thief. He is not the one. He is not the kids, the one that's going to kill, steal, and destroy. So when the Lord is speaking to us, he speaks to us, the Holy Spirit, because Holy Spirit is who's now. Remember John 14 and 26, I'm sending you a comforter. I'm sending you a teacher. I'm sending you an advocate, right? The Holy, when Holy Spirit speaks to us, he speaks to us from a place of victory, why would God talk negative or down to the thing that he created if he emphasizes in Proverbs that life and death are in the power of the tongue? If he emphasizes over in the New Testament that bitter and sweet waters cannot run together. So you have to get revelation in your mind and your thought process that the negative voices, come on Holy Spirit, that the negative voices that I'm hearing, that the... Um, all the down talk, that's not coming from God. Even when I've done something wrong, right? Even when I've done something wrong, God talks to me from a place of conviction. God talks to me from a place. God is always looking to extend grace. So why would the creator spend time degrading his creation? Oh my God. 
Why would God, why, so those negative things, those negative voices, um, the things that you hear, things calling you names, things calling you stupid, things speaking you, to you from a place of defeat, that is not from our God. Satan is the thief. And what he loves to do is he loves to steal our time. Come on now. He loves to rob us of our self-esteem. Come on now. He loves to, he loves to, to rob us. That is not how he loves to talk to us in lack. He loves to talk to us in doubt. He loves to speak to us from a place where God will never provide for us. He loves to talk to us like God will not protect us. That is why you have to become so familiar with what the word of God says so you can take a stance from a place in victory, understanding the voice, the difference between God's voice, understanding the voice between my voice, right? And then understanding the voice of the accuser of the brethren, right? And then even learning to identify when familiar spirits and they are real, when God releases me to be able to teach on those, right? When I, I'm understanding that familiar spirits, right? Uh, uh, understanding when a familiar spirit is trying to pull us back into, um, um, I'm looking for something, understanding when a familiar spirit is trying to pull us back into, um, a place, um, to keep us repeating cycles, okay, to keep us from repeating cycles, and so we have to know that we have to understand that we have to know that that does not come from God. Matthew 7 and 11, if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to those who ask them? So when we understand that, then we get to put ourselves in the position of place where we pull down the strong calls. We pull down the wicked imaginations. We're going to pull down, just get that scripture for me. We're going to pull down anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God because we recognize through our spirit, man, those voices, those things that I'm hearing do not come from God. Put in your notes today. The Holy Spirit always talks to me from a place of victory. Woo! Come on now. Holy Spirit also always talks to me from a place of victory. Romans tells us there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So if I'm going to be able to begin be able to imitate my father, I have to cuz the scripture says my sheep know my voice. I have to be able to discern his voice. And realistically, I'm just going to be honest. I didn't really want to come to God um even in transparency and vulnerability because what what I had been taught about him was how he was going to get me. <laughs> How he was going to get me. I had been taught so much about the wrath of God. I was not taught the grace of God. So then in turn, since I was taught wrath, I spoke like that. Ooh, come on now. I talked like that in others. I didn't extend grace and mercy to others because I thought that's how God deals with us. But that is not how God deals with us. That is not how God talks to us. I'm going to give it to you again. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. He says, I came that they may have it, enjoy life, and have it in abundance to the full till it 
overflows. So Lord, help me to discern the voices in my head, in my thoughts, that are not coming from you, things that are from culture, things that do not line up with your word. Well, the only way that you're going to do that is that you spend time in his presence. The only way that you're going to do that is that you begin to recognize the character and the attributes of her father. The only way you're going to be able to do that is you know how loving and how good God is. Come on now. The only way you're going to be able to do that is that you understand the nature of who God is who God's divine nature. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, He who is in Christ is a new creation. Old things pass away. So if you're a new Christ and you're a new creation and old things pass away, yep, the word convicts us, but the word convicts us from a place to change us. The word doesn't ever convict us from a place to beat us up, to overwhelm us. The, the point is to draw us closer to God. Well, why would God talk trash or bad or down on you when the whole essence of who God is, is love. Ephesians 3 and 17, and I pray that you will be rooted and established in love. Come on now. May have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide, how long, how high, how deep is the love of Christ. Come on, Holy Spirit, speak to us this morning. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be Filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. If I'm going to be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God, God is not getting ready to fill me up with junk. Woo! God is not getting ready to fill me up. See, when I'm studying the word of God, the Holy Spirit will convict me and bring me attention to something and say, here, you need to pay attention to this. Yesterday, I wrote a post um, of just something that the Holy Spirit was reminding me of. I want to give you an example, especially for those of you who are new to studying the word. I wrote a post um, yesterday. I said, sometimes I put this on my main Facebook page. Sometimes it's not about the people that walked away or those that disappointed you. Sometimes God is looking at how you, mature you are in response to them leaving not supporting you or telling you no. And then the scripture that the Lord backed this up with was Ephesians 4 and 29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Come on now. Come on now. So that's how the Holy... I'm giving you an example because we got some fresh people on here and we got some people that's been on here a while. That, that don't understand how the conviction of the Holy Spirit works. So I'm going to have a very surface relationship with God when I don't understand how God talks to me. Oh my God. When I don't understand how God speaks, when I don't understand how compassionate, how loving my father is, when I don't understand how nurturing God is, how God is trying to get me to draw close to him. Well, he knows that I'm built in a design and a way and a mechanism that I'm not going to draw close my God to him. That's why um, the the damage of your earthly father, those earthly father relationships that happen. The reason that enemy loves to assault our, our earthly father relationships is because many of those us associate those with our heavenly father. And then that thing keeps a thing between us. So we've got to begin to recognize and understand how God speaks, 
why God speaks and how God speaks and what it does for us. So when I received the word yesterday, it was not from a place of condemnation. It was a place of growth. It was a place of maturity. It was a place of hearing the father say, hey, we sometimes it's not. Well, you don't. And he said to me, he said, you never know when people leave your life, if they'll be coming back around again. You don't even know what people have left your life. And he wasn't just talking to me. He was like, people don't even know what people have left their lives or why. God may have just said, hey, I need you to disconnect from this relationship. And I don't need you to explain to them why I'm telling you to leave. I just need you to go. Well, our response to the leaving is really big to God. It's really big to God. And we always put on all these other things. Well, you left me and I didn't need you. No, might be that our season just ended. Might be that our relationship just changed. Might be that we're on different paths, different journeys, living to God does not always have to be never might be we were never supposed to be yoked together anyway because we are unequally yoked it might be so much more associated with the relationship then we've recognized some of us are trying to hold on and still stay connected to people and things of our past that aren't good places of for us right and so when god says um, when God says something to us or when relationships end or seasons change or things happen, maturity and how we respond to not being overly offended, not holding on to people the way that we're supposed to, understanding the voice, understanding the dialogue of God, understanding what God may be doing up for us in that season, realizing and recognizing um, that our relationship with God is greater than anything else. And so knowing even for us in our response that God is not a God of condemnation. So I wanted to share that with you this morning. I needed to give that to you this morning because we need to tear down the barriers that'll keep us from imitating God. Come on, y'all. And if we don't see God as a loving father, if we don't understand how much God loves us, if we're not spending that kind of time with God, if we think God, a lot of times we respond to our relationships to others based on our relationship with God. If I'm imitating God, I talk like God. If I'm imitating God, I act like God. If I'm imitating God, I think like God. Remember, to imitate means to mimic. I'm responding to others just as God would respond to others. And I'm not justifying any other response. Ooh, say that. I cannot justify any other response. So this is why it is so important for me to work out my own salvation. That's the scripture. This is why it is just find that scripture, please. This is why it is so important for me to spend so much time on my relationship with God more than I spend time on my relationship with others. He said, Matthew 6, if you seek first, I'm going to feed you. If you seek first, I'm going to clothe you. If you seek first, I'm going to give you the desires of your heart. You just got to seek me first. If I spend time in your presence seeking you first, because that's the only way I'm going to know your voice. That's the only way I'm going to be able to know the difference between your voice, my voice, and the voice of the accuser of the brethren. If I'm seeking you first, 
all the, the marriage will be added for my single ladies. If you seek him first, the marriage will be attracted to you. Ooh, my God. Can I tell you something? I'm not saying it's not a desire. I'm not saying you can't pray for it. I'm not saying you can't de declare it. But if you put God in his proper order in your life, everything that's supposed to be in your life will begin to be attracted to you. Your purpose will be attracted. You ain't got to make nothing up. Your purpose will be attracted to you. Everything will be drawn to you when you just make it in your head. Okay, guess what? I'm putting God first. I'm going to work on my relationship. So many times we spend time focusing on external relationships. When the greatest relationship that we can spend time on is our relationship with God. Well, if I learn how to properly build a relationship with you, then guess what's going to happen? All the other things are going to be added unto me. All the other things are going to be added to you. And then guess what I'm going to be able to do? I'm going to be able to, come on, y'all, imitate my father in every relationship. Now, let me give you a little bit of this, and then we're going to go. One of the ways we imitate our father is by loving others. Ephesians 5 and 2, and live a life of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice. Asking yourself, how does Paul describe God's love in order for us? And we're going to break that down this week. We're going to live. We're supposed to live a life. Come on, y'all. We're supposed to live a life of love. Ooh, put that in your notes this morning. I'm supposed to live a life of love. Well, if I don't understand how God loves me, if I don't understand how God talks to me, if I don't understand my relationship between me and my father, if I see God harsh, if I can see God mean, if I see God evil, however ways I see God, if I see judgment, God judgmental, if I see God condemning, guess what I'm going to do? That's how I'm going to love others because I'm going to do what I think is pleasing and acceptable, even though it may not be pleasing and acceptable. When I understand who my father is, when I receive his love daily, oh my God, when the love of God overwhelms me, right? When they tried to trick and trap Jesus and they were like, what's the greatest commandment? He said, love, love God with all your heart. <laughs> with all your mind, and then love others as you love yourself. Well, I can't love others properly if I have not got learned to love God first. And then second, I don't really know how to love myself. Can I tell you how perverse a relationship is that's built on broken and toxic love? Ooh. Ooh. Can I say this to y'all? Can I say this to y'all? Can I tell y'all, that is one of the reasons I know I had to get focused in my singleness. Because even though my husband and I had a great relationship and I was married before, there was some things that I took into that relationship. There was some things that I had in that relationship that did not need to go into any other relationship. So part of my thing in my singleness has been to figure out 
How have I received? How has love been toxic? How do I not understand the love of my father? Then building up the love for myself so that I can properly go love others. I'll never be able to love people right if I don't understand God's love for me. I don't properly love myself. And then I, I will love others from a perverse place that is not even from God. <laughs> Woo! That's not even from God. That's not even from God that doesn't imitate God, that doesn't look like God. So if we're supposed to live a life of love, Father, please show us how to live a life of love. Please remove the barriers, the hindrance, the things in our life that do not imitate you. Show us the perversity, toxic and broken places in which we've been trying to to love others. Heal us, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Woo! I love y'all. That's it. Isn't that so good? Isn't that so powerful? How tender and responsive he is to teach us how to have a better relationship with him. See, that's why I said it's not, it's not the way you think. God's the word is to teach you how to have a better relationship with God. It's not a list of this, thou's, don't, thou, that's not it. The word is to teach you how to have a better relationship with God. Romans 12 and 2 says, do not be conformed to the things of this world. But go on and get your, I'm paraphrasing, mind renewed. My God, so that you can begin to imitate your father and enjoy this abundant life to full till it over. Flows. Father God, we thank you for your word today. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being the teacher. We thank you for being the comforter. We thank you for being the advocate. Father God, we receive your love today. My God, thank you for tearing down walls in our heart. Thank you for removing from us a stony heart, giving us a heart of flesh, a heart that's tender and responsive to you, oh God. My God, teach us to walk, live, and build a better relationship. Woo! In Jesus' name, amen. Couple things. This Saturday, we have Feed the Streets. If you've never been a part of Feed the Streets, email Shonda at JustMeanLMJ.com. She is our director of outreach, and she will send you the link of how you can donate, how you can sign up, how you can give Feed the Streets as a huge component of LMJ Ministries where we literally go out to the streets and pass out um, meal kits to those that are around us, that are connected to us, that may not have enough sustenance. And that's a part of the mission of this ministry. So you can get connected, Shonda at JustBeingLMJ.com. That's Feed the Streets. Also, if you're not a part of the Ladies Bible Study Group, go join. We were off this Monday. We will be back next Monday, and we want you to be a part of that group. Also, go subscribe to YouTube channel. Subscribe to our written daily devotionals. We have a team of writers that are just completely amazing. We want you to be connected. This is our community of believers that's growing in grace through Jesus Christ. This your family. 
my God, this is your family. And I cannot wait. Like I was thinking this morning, I was like, I cannot wait until we are in a building and we can celebrate things and we're going to eat cupcakes and all this other great stuff. And we're going to serve our brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. And we're going to be able to do that because of you. My first thing to you this morning is if the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry, log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com and click the donate button and give there or cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. You can give there as well. My God, thank you, Father, for the giving of your people. I thank you, Lord God, that you overwhelm us with goodness. We thank you. You give seed to the sower. Bless the work of their hands. Bless the work of their hands. In Jesus' name, amen. And Father God, overwhelm us with your goodness. My second thing is, yes, I love to eat cake. My second thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and you just even want to do over, right? Can you repeat after me? This is your fresh start today. Some of you, I feel it strong in my spirit. Some of you just need a fresh start. Well, here is your fresh start today. My God, I feel that. For those of you who need a fresh start, just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, will you send us an email at info at justbeinglmj.com? Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.